walked alone. You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, What up, what up, another Slapdick Podcast on this fine Monday morning, October 19th, 2020, we're about 8.45 in the West Coast. Uh, appreciate all my YouTubers watching this on YouTube Live. Become a member, subscribe. Uh, a lot of things going on, and it's getting built uh, out right in front of our very own uh, faces. A uh, lot to discuss over the weekend, man. Um, so we're going to try to get uh, this thing uh, discussed. Um, and, uh, hey, should be an interesting one. Appreciate all my YouTubers coming in. Let's get the quote of the day out the way, man. Uh, happiness, happiness is the greatest revenge to those who wish to bring you down. There's nothing, there's nothing better than that quote um, on a day like today. Um, after you see so many haters out there, man, in the world, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, and uh, I'll say it again for everybody out there. Happiness is the greatest revenge to those who wish to bring you down. Man, it's kind of like eating a shit sandwich. Just fucking eat a shit sandwich, motherfucker. Because I just, I'm happy with what I do. You know what I'm saying? I know what I've done, what I do, what I'm continuing to do, who I help, how I help them. And just because you don't believe in my methods don't fucking mean that you know my world, my profession. You know how to fucking do it and you know how to talk and all this different shit, man. It's a, unbelievable. It's unbelievable um, that there's so many people out there on social media who hide behind their cowardly hands, which we already, we've been saying this forever. But I put out a disclaimer last night, if you follow my social media, these cats need to literally show and prove their resume in order to respond or, or we'll hit a slapdick button. Boom. I'm going to patent a slapdick button. I'm going to try to get it to fucking Zuckerberg and fucking, I, I think the other guy uh, for Twitter, um, whoever the Twitter guy's name is, but I'm going to get those guys a slapdick button to certify cats. Because if you talk without any validity to the, the response that you're, you're responding to somebody and have no validity, you should be hit with a slapdick. It's like it's like blocking you. You know what I'm saying? It's like a block, but it's worse. See what I'm saying? Fuck blocking you. I'm going to hit you with a slap dick. So now you have a rating. Now you get a fucking, it's like, uh, it's like stars. It's like a star, man, like on, on, on uh, Yelp. We're reviewing you. You have fucking negative. You got four slap dicks because you talk out of your fucking side of your mouth because you have no idea about my profession or anybody else. And that's the part that needs to happen. Fuck blocking you. Let everybody see what a slapdick you are when you talk outside your lane. Because everybody wants to get outside their lane and talk about fucking this, this, and this. I'm just telling you. It's unbelievable. Go follow my Twitter and my Instagram. You should see the video I posted last night on Instagram. But uh, 
I'm just telling you. Hey, so shout out to Danny Green, my man, man. We we uh we hooked up uh last Friday and uh had a slapdick cigar. He also took him to the Lakers after party uh parade that they could not have, but they had a parade uh out here uh within their own selves and their own team. And uh hey, there's some videos I'll be sharing shortly and uh Hey man, it's good looking out uh, by the Lakers world champ Lakers and world three time world champ Danny Green for sharing the uh, love, much love. Uh, great dude, salt of the earth type of guy, man. Just so clear. Um, people want to hate on that cat. You know what I'm saying? Like it's unbelievable. This motherfucker makes like 15, 16 million a year. He's won three world championships in basketball. Just so we're clear. He's won about 99% more than all the rest of the NBA players. Do people even stop to think what the fuck I just said? He has won more than 99% of everyone else. Motherfuckers just want to talk shit. That's why you got to put your resume out there and you hit him with a slapdick. Because this motherfucker that talks shit on my post, I, I, I put a picture out there, me and Danny Green and my cigars. Chilling out here in LA, and this motherfucker, some cat comes on there, is like, Is that the Danny Green that missed the shot in game five? <laughs> put boom, slapdick. You got to put your fucking resume out there right now and show us what you do. I bet you your resume shows that you're a fat fuck that eats donuts all day. And sits there and has helped nobody do nothing. And all you're doing is typing with your little fat fucking fingers. And boom, hit him with a slap dick. You know what I mean? And he can't respond to you for six months. And then the next cat he responds to, you hit him with a slap dick. Bow. I'm going to patent that shit. Let's, let's, let's try to get this slap dick thing in, in motion, man. Let me hit my fucking manager. All right, so... Uh, appreciate everybody being in the house. Mark Emerson, KJCC. What up, man? I appreciate you coming in, coach. Uh, Shane, I'm, I think, and I'm not, I'm not going to say I know for a fact. Um, but I think Danny Green holds every legitimate record at North Carolina. That's how fucking cold it is. I believe he holds like steals, blocks, points, threes. And assist. Like, I think he holds every single major record at North Carolina. So, uh, you know, that in itself, the place where Michael Jordan, James Worthy, Sam Perkins, I think he went, I think all those places are people that have played there. He owns all the records. Like, that in itself should not allow the fat fuck who's tweeting out is that the guy that missed game five shot? Shut the fuck up. You motherfuckers blow my mind. How the audacity some of these cats have, man. It's really sad, to be honest. It's really sad. But, um, by the way, Danny Green, I think, holds the NBA Finals record in a series with 26 threes when he played for San Antonio. Some shit like that. So... Yeah, it blows my mind. The fat fuck who's sitting there saying, is that the guy that missed a fucking three in f game five? Yeah, because you would have made it. 
you fucking John Candy looking fuck. Shut the fuck up and go sit your fat ass down somewhere, man. So let me get into the hot topics of the day. Um, and I appreciate all the interaction on YouTube right now. Let me get this straight. Cam Newton got COVID, right? And see, I say shit people don't want to talk about. I say shit that cats be like, wait up. It's, it's unbelievable. I got a bunch of other things we're going to talk about because I already tweeted it out this morning right at the motherfucker, Dan Orlowski, right? Or Orlowski, whatever the fuck his name is. We're going to talk about that one. But anyway, Cam Newton gets COVID. And he's had to go through the protocol and sit out for the last 10 get days, right? Is that right? I'm, I'm right on this, right? He set out the last 10 days. He came back. He played yesterday. They struggled, obviously. You know, whatever. We're not talking about the game. But he set out for 10 days. So I want to make sure we're clear here. How the fuck did Nick Saban get it on Wednesday of this past week and coach Saturday. So hold up. Nick Saban got it. Coach Saturday. Cam Newton got it. Set out 10 days. Both had asymptomatic results. And I don't understand. I don't get it. Please help me out here. Am I just stupid? Please help me out. Because I... I really don't get it. Again, proving the players aren't the ones that have all to lose and nothing to gain, huh? Like I've been saying. So the players aren't, don't, aren't the ones out here playing for these billionaire motherfuckers and putting their careers on the line and their health on the line. And all of a sudden, but we keep saying, oh, no, it's about the health. Come on, man. Cam Newton got tested three times too, Adam. So Nick Saban got tested, the only person in the world that got tested three times. It doesn't matter if he got tested fucking three times. Like, oh my God. Anyway, get the fuck out of here. Everyone talks, but sh talks to shit. Like, this, anyone that actually thinks or anybody that has brain matter between their ears, who questions this shit and why do the players at all levels have to do the absolute most, but the coaches do bare minimum and get rewarded while the soldiers who are the players take the bullets and don't get the money. Fuck me, man. Something's broken fellas. I'm just going to tell you like, I don't understand this one. I want to know the true rules of this whole thing. And you wonder why half the country don't isn't playing high school football. And you ask why half the country is it like the COVID stops at state lines. Adam, I feel you. I'm just I'm just hey, it's all interaction. It's all good. It's something I'm going to get to in a minute about a show uh, thought we got. So I I don't get it, man. Uh is the, does the COVID stop at the fucking Alabama, Georgia state line? Or is it just in California? Or I'm really confused on this whole thing. And so I post shit on my social medias. 
And people get on there saying, uh, you shouldn't comment on political things. First of all, I don't comment on any political things. I'm the least political motherfucker you've ever talked to in your life. I don't give a fuck. I give a fuck who wins the presidency, obviously, because of who the fuck we have in America as the president. But this has really been the first time that I've cared because everyone else pretty much has been at least competent enough to not kill our country with the fucking virus that they fucking, I think they made. Number two, I don't think that, uh, I think we've had enough competency at that level to where motherfuckers aren't just running around rampant saying legitimately fucking shit, right? Racist shit right in your face and motherfuckers believe it. Like it's all this shit is crazy. So I think this is the first time that I cared enough to really go out and vote and say, all right, but I'm the least political motherfucker you care about. I'm an independent dude, thinker. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I call, I'm a realist. I call this shit like it is. And I don't believe Kamala Harris. I don't think she knows what the fuck she is. Color-wise, race-wise, ethnicity. I don't give a fuck what you say. Go look it up. Go Google her. I know she's put more blacks in jail than fucking uh, half these motherfuckers. But that's a whole nother story. I don't get into the politics side of it. All I'm telling you is when I post something and I say it, it's because it's real. And motherfuckers start to say, oh, you're not the master of culture. You're, you're not political. Why are you talking about it? First of all, I'm just talking in generalities. I'm just talking shit. That's what I do. I'm not talking shit about politics. All I'm saying is just because I go on and clown the debate because it's a fucking mockery and a slap in all you guys' faces doesn't mean I'm talking about fucking what's right, wrong, or indifferent. I don't give a fuck. I don't know shit about politics. And I don't try to know about it. But you can't tell me that this shit ain't broken. Don't sit here and try to tell me that shit. So, I don't know. Let's get into the NFL this weekend. I know I got a couple guys uh, asking. Um... Patriots, I guess, is the biggest one. Maybe the Green Bay Packers, maybe is another big one that they're talking about. Um, Green Bay lost in a decisive manner, right? Hey, it is what it is, man. Everyone's going to have their team. But that Green Bay team is who I thought they were. Uh, I've been telling people that. They have no outside threats. And look at the matchup. If you look at Tampa Bay... Their defense can get pressure with just four guys. They don't have to bring a lot of pressure. And their corners are good enough to help out, right? Their corners are good enough to present enough problems where Aaron Rodgers is now holding his dick in his hand because he has a four-man rush that's getting to him and he has no wideouts to separate besides Adams, and Adams just came back from his first game last year, right? So they face a team, and they're just like the Niners team. They're built like the Niners were last year and who dominated Green Bay. So if you look at it that way, um, you know, it is what it is. And so I'm not shocked at that game. I'm not shocked at the Green Bay game at all. All right. Um, New England, Denver. New England's depleted. They're the same, similar situation. They have no wideouts. They've got their five best defensive players opted out. 
They've got O linemen opting out. They're 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 like I said, man. I think they're still going to be in the mix on the East, but uh, with COVID, with everything else, who knows what the fuck's going to happen, man? Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? So let's see how it ends up, how it plays out. Um, the Rams are who they th- I thought they were. You know what I mean? I, th- I think Jared Goff is the highest, the over most overpaid quarterback. Uh, you know, the shit that he does, and this is why they need to put my ass on fucking M- on ESPN and give a real fucking uh, description of fucking what's happening out there. Because Dan Orlowski's not it. He's giving you guys fucking false results and, and giving you fake shit. I'm just telling you. But... I'm going to get into that. They don't have the Rams. If you watch golf, he's throwing fucking balls to ghost because he's seeing ghost because he's scared as fuck in the line of scrimmage. And he's looking at the rush and he's missing dudes wide open. He's fucking overthrowing shit because he's scared. He's on his back foot. He's fucking can't transfer his body weight. He is fucking bad. And. He is scary. And any team that they play that talks shit, he's horrible. I'm just telling you. If you watch him, a team that talks shit to him, like the Niners talk shit, Seattle talk shit, look at how golf plays. I'm telling you. Um, See, I disagree. I think Kirk Cousins has at least made plays enough, way more than Goff has since he's been paid, even though I think he's overrated as well and don't deserve the money. If Dak Prescott didn't get the money, then how does Cousins get it? I agree, but that's the marketplace we're in, right? The market sets that, not not the fucking players. Because I don't believe Wentz should get a dime that he's getting. I don't believe fucking Cousins should get it. I don't believe Goff should get it. I don't believe there's a shitload of quarterbacks out there. I don't believe are worth it, but the market is set. Marketplace is what it is. So, um, I don't know. Cleveland is who we fucking thought they were. Will you stop listening to all the bullshit and just take it from your boy on this one, man? I've been telling you guys for two years. Cleveland is who we thought they were. The Clippers are who we thought they were. Teams that have histories of losing in every manner, whether it's the shitbird player they sign, whether they just don't understand how to get shit done because the culture is so bad in that building, whatever it may be, they are who we thought they were. Four and one was a mirage. I told you they hadn't played nobody but Baltimore who waxed them the same way Pittsburgh just waxed them yesterday. So I'm just telling you, man. And Baker Mayfield taps out or did he get pulled? Please take it from me. The NFL and PR works 24-7-365. Take for what I just said and figure out what I said. They will cover up shit so it's not a media fucking news fucking splash and the owner doesn't like bad p- publicity, right? Bad press. They pulled his ass out. I'm telling you right now. 
But they'll say it's his ribs, and they'll say he'll start again next week. He'll probably start again, but he's on notice. He's the most overrated quarterback since Ryan Leaf. I'm just telling you straight out. I think Wentz is the second most overrated quarterback since Ryan Leaf. Just telling you. So, yeah, I don't even know if he's a sober Manziel. Shit. Uh, I don't know. Dodgers Rays in the World Series. I haven't watched a fucking game. All I know is they were down 3-1. I put a little $1,200 bet online that they will win the World Series. And I'll let you know what the payout is at a, in, 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 in due time. I can't bust, give out my, uh, I'm sure some people can look it up. But uh told you guys the other day. I have that feeling they were going to come back down 3-1 and they'll win the World Series. If it does, I just got through my first obstacle by coming back from 3-1. And I'm telling you, I was shitting uh, bricks. And it's just one of those gut feelings. I picked the New York Giants years ago to beat the undefeated uh, Patriots in the Super Bowl as well. And uh, I didn't have no money. I bet like 700 bucks at the time. And I won, shit, I won like 12 grand or something. And uh, I just knew that in the NFL, defensive line, D-line play wins games. And the Giants had maybe one of the best D-lines of all time, besides the fearsome foursome Rams teams or the Steelers team of the fucking 70s with Tatum in them. I I think, um, yeah, I saw that bet online. That's why I couldn't bet on bet online, man. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think... Um, I just thought the Dodgers were going to come back and win, man. I bet my money on it. Put your money where your mouth is, man. Scared money don't make money, right? So they're down 3-1 to the Rays. I mean, to the Braves. And the Raves were up 3-0. to zero. Just kind of, it talks about the two completely different mindsets. And, and you should listen to my coaching one-on-one show on YouTube, man, because I'm just telling you, we talk about that type of shit. The Rays were up 3-0. And we're talking professional sports. The Rays were up 3-0. Houston's cheating asses came back. They probably stole some signs or whatever. They got back in it to make it 3-3. And they play in game seven. The Rays figure it out and and win, right? The Dodgers down 3-1, being the best team in baseball all year long, come back and show some fucking determination and grit and come back and win. Down 3-1. So, hey, man, two completely different mindsets on how they had to get it done. And this is what baseball is supposed to be, they say, or just or any sport, right? It should be the best team against the second best team, and that's what it is. I think Tampa has the best pitching, from what I hear, and the Dodgers have the best hitting. I think the Dodgers hit 16 home runs in the fucking all-time record in this against the Braves. Uh, you know, Best money can buy, though. The Dodgers are overdue. <laughs> so Kershaw's going to go down as a fucking choke artist or a hero. So he better figure it out. Um, Alabama, let's get a little college. And I'm just talking topics here. Alabama, Georgia, um, big brother continues to be big brother. That's really what it is. Saban goes to 23 and over versus assistance. 
former assistants. Um, it just, man, I don't, it just proves to me, man, that it was just, it's who you know, it ain't what you know, man. I'm just telling you. It blows my mind that these assistants who get these big-time head jobs who have left iconic figures, iconic coaching legends, Bilicek, Saban, Parcells, and can't win when they leave these places just shows you that not everybody deserves to be in that chair. I mean, we, it was proven again last night. Fucking Romeo Cornell, I love the guy. I got a friend that works for him in an interim basis when he was with uh, Patriots and stuff. And he's been to Texans before, right? Dude, kick the extra point. What the fuck are we doing with this data analysis shit? Antali- analytics and all this. Kick the fucking extra point. Do you? I just want to ask you guys this. Does Bill Belichick lose that game yesterday against the Titans? No, he doesn't. I don't understand. I understand it completely. I I get it completely. I'm telling you, this shit's overrated. This coaching business is overrated. It's about the players, obviously, and the coaches lose games. Did the coaches lose that game last night or did the players? I've been telling you guys, coaches lose games, players win games. Deshaun Watson and his team went down and won the game. The coach chose to do chose to do some stupid shit and lost them the game. He lost them the game because when he when Deshaun Watson and that offense came off the field, players no longer can help you. It's now it's your coaching. You lost him the game by going for two. Let's go up nine with two minutes and something left to in the game. <laughs> Why? Go up eight. And it's a less than 50% chance they're going to make the two-point play on the other end. Man, it blows my mind, dude. You guys, but these motherfuckers make millions of dollars, man. I'm sitting here on YouTube. All right. Clemson is number one. Please, please, please. Don't post something that says, should Alabama be number one after they beat Georgia? No. Why? Who has Alabama played besides Georgia? Who we don't really know how good the SEC is because they're all playing each other and beating each other just like I told you guys they would because they're not fucking playing Walford and fucking Central State, Ohio. And Tijuana Tech and fucking... All these bullshit schools they play every year. Now they're playing each other week in and week out. And this is the result you're getting. You're getting some decent football. Which you should get every year. I don't care that Clemson hasn't played anyone. Okay? They blew out a Miami team who said everybody was on their nuts. Then they beat a Georgia Tech team who beat a Florida State team, right? Who just beat North Carolina, right? So even though I don't put any thought in any of that shit, I don't believe because you beat this team and lost to this team because the Raiders beat the Chiefs and the Chiefs beat New England, right? And New England beat the Raiders. 
just so we know, just so we're clear. And you know I'm just spitting this shit out there. It's all true, by the way, but that's how I know this game like this. It don't make no sense. So don't believe that just because fucking one team beat another that and then they beat, oh, man, we should have. North Carolina should have beat Florida State because Florida State got beat by Georgia Tech and Georgia Tech got smoked by 70 against Georgia Clemson. That don't mean shit. Watch how well Georgia Tech plays the rest of the teams that they're going to play. And you're going to be like, damn, how did Georgia Tech get beat by 70? Clemson is clearly the best team in America right now. And you can tell by just the fluidity of their offense and defense how organ-structured and coordinated they are, how organized they are. They're the best team in America right now. I do, I do believe that Alabama and them will play unless Ohio State comes out two months later and whatever the fucking deal is with that. You guys can figure all that shit out. I don't even want to discuss the rest of the teams when they come back in because I don't even get it myself. So I don't even want to talk about it. To me, like, is it fair? Like, Ohio State gets a... They've been out the whole time. They're going to come in, run through a shitty seven-game schedule or whatever, and then play in the natty? I don't know. I'm going to tell you a team that I think... I think they get out-athleted at, at the end of the day, but I'm telling you a team right now who I think would give Clemson the best fight right now, and I, you guys may think I'm crazy... BYU would give Clemson the best fucking game right now if they played today. Clemson's going to mud stomp Notre Dame. I'm just telling you right now. And Clemson don't play North Carolina this year. So Clemson will be in the natty and they'll be playing whoever. I hope they put BYU in the fucking playoffs. I'm just telling you. BYU is better than Oklahoma, Texas, fucking anyone in that conference. And I told you guys BYU will go undefeated this year. I've been telling you guys. Some of you guys should listen to the fuck I'm saying. At least on some shit. The rest of the shit is a fucking, I'm shitty at that too, but hey, it is what it is. All right, so uh, listen, the name of this show, I, I titled this show uh, Happiness is the Greatest Revenge, right? Because at the end of the day, like, I, like, my, like, my, like my fucking quote of the day, you know, there's these people out there, man, that really start talking shit about things that they have no clue about. I've been telling you guys, former players are the worst coaches. I've been telling you that. You've heard me say it on my in multiple shows. Former players are the worst coaches. Well, now it's proven. I have proven the last few weeks especially, not only are former players form horrible coaches, they're horrible fucking analysts on ESPN, Fox, all these different places. They are fucking god-awful. And I'm just telling you, they're bad. Dan Orlowski is probably the worst fucking analyst that I've ever seen or heard. And if you are going to come on ESPN with your platform and try to fool the novice eye, the novice football person out there that don't understand shit, and what it does is it actually works. Because these guys fool you guys out there who, don't, who really don't know the game. 
like really don't know it. Just watching it is one thing. And oh, he got a first down. Oh, he scored a touchdown because the referee put his hands up like this. That's the novice, okay? Just so we're clear, Dan Orlowski sits up on ESPN and, and he ain't the only one, but literally calls the wrong play scheme, design, the wrong breakdown, and people are defending him on Twitter saying how great he is, which furthers my furthering telling you and proving my point. Not only are X players the most horrible, most part horrible coaches, but they're fucking horrible at this job they do. And they know everything in every profession. Everyone on Twitter wants to say how great Dan Orlowski is and how shitty, let's just say, for instance, JB is, but know nothing about me and know nothing about the sport. And they're commenting on one person and talking shit about the other. They're complimenting one person and hating on the other. And it's a totally different, and it's actually... I'm the one that's right in this situation. He's the one that's wrong. Further improving my point that there's not, you're not a jack of all trades, man. You guys put your foot in your mouths all the time and get rewarded for it because you can talk on Twitter and not get slapped in the face. Dan Orlowski literally was on ESPN this morning and I'm up with my coffee at five in the morning on the West Coast. And I'm watching this motherfucker talk about Lamar Jackson running lateral zone, pulling the defense laterally as he goes up in a gap and scores a 50 yard touchdown. Any football person in the world understands number one, if the quarterback's hitting it in a gap or B gap, we know it's some probably some type of power counter read play. But he sits there and explains that it's lateral zone and then he splits the defense from over pursuing. No. They ran QB fucking counter read. They pulled the fucking guard and tackle or guard and tight end, whatever they did. It's still counter. And he hit it just like power read that they run a shitload of. And if you guys don't know what those plays are, cool. We'll get to them on my coaching one-on-one show way down the line. But the point is, though, that you have a former player who's on ESPN saying the wrong things and people are fucking saying how great of a fucking analyst, an analyst he is. Because you don't know better. Not your fault, but why don't you be humble and shut the fuck up if you don't know what the fuck's going on? But you can quick to point the finger and talk shit about me and my post. But fucking validate his. But he's the one that's wrong. Hey, go figure, man. That's the world we live in. You got to just fucking. Hey, sometimes you got to just say, you know what? Fuck it. Haters hate. I'm going to keep it pushing. And at the end of the day, happiness is the greatest revenge to those who wish to bring you down. Right. So um, it, it's unbelievable, man. He can't even fucking tell you. He ain't the only one, guys. Just so we're clear. There's motherfuckers on game days on, in, on NFL and in college who don't understand. They think everything is fucking draw. They think every run play in college football is draw. And then they got I've heard motherfuckers on major SEC games 
Oh, they go with the counter play. And it's literally fucking inside zone. The running back bends it back and they call it counter because the running back went one way and went and finished the other. And and people are it's like fuck. That's that's what we do now. There, there's no high standard no more being held. I'm just telling you. ESPN hires whoever the fuck they want. Fox hires whoever they want. It's who you know. It ain't what you know. Dan Orlaski's a name. He played. He looks the part. He he's not gonna ruffle any feathers, you know. And he's gonna he's allowed to talk and say all the wrong shit when it comes to the profession that he played at the high level. But doesn't know how to fucking convey it to the fan, the average fan. And I guess ESPN's okay with having that product out there. So, whew. I guess it's, hey, man, it's real easy to be average. I tell you motherfuckers all the time, it's easy to be average. It's hard to be different. These motherfuckers don't want to put in the time. You think Dan Orlowski's sitting in there? If, if, if he was that good, how the fuck can he sit there and break down QB counter and call it zone? Call it outside zone, and the quarterback just split the defense. Like, that's a slap to every coach that's watching this, the, the, the game's face. Man, I'm only, I guess I'm just too old school, dog. I guess you, you know, you do it right uh, or don't do it at all. That's just me. But I guess we're, we're okay with settling, man, for, for average shit. I don't know. Um, but the audacity and ignorance of 90% of this world is amazing to me, man. I mean, put a real fucker on, on these shows, man, so we can under. So, so who knows football? You need ratings, ESPN? Put me on that motherfucker to break down a game. For real, and let's watch what happens. The viewers of your show deserve better. Unless you're fine with manipulating millions of fucking people like fake news does, but uh, fuck, at least call counter-counter and not fucking horizontal zone, man. What a joke. What a fucking joke. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, but the game day announcers do the same shit, man. They call fucking, like I said, they call zone counter. They fucking, you know, they. it is what it is, man. Um, can we get real booth guys, man, to call the game so we can really appreciate what's happening out there? They, they pay guys tons of money, man, to say wrong shit. Is that? Let me ask you this. If we did anything else, if we did wrong shit in our professions, what does that usually result in? Firing, right? If we lied and said the wrong shit on TV, we would get fired, right? Please, everyone. But you can say the wrong shit and talk the wrong shit, say the wrong shit, Accuse people of doing the wrong shit and continue to be fucking on ESPN, Fox, CNN, fuck, all kind of shit. Back to football, JV football. I, I, I know I said a while back I wasn't going to talk about JV football no more, man. But, you know, there's not really a lot to talk about right now. The only thing going on is football keeping us sane, right? even though it's JV level. My former arena league coach for a few minutes, um, even though I played for him for just a, a hot minute, um, Jeff Brom, who's the head coach at Purdue, um, 
Great dude. He tested positive for COVID, and they supposedly going to open up this weekend versus Iowa. Um, <laughs> this is a joke. I mean, let's just be honest. If you don't think this is a mockery of what we're trying to do here, like we're forcing these kids to play at all costs, and we got all kind of shit going on, right? Jeff Brom test positive. Dan Mullen tested positive at Florida, and he wants eighty thousand in the crowd, uh, in the in the seats. Um, and his whole like twenty eight players at Florida tested positive. I mean, Vandy's been down because they don't have enough scholarship players because of it, so they couldn't play. Then you you know Florida couldn't play last week, so LSU couldn't play. I mean. It's affecting more than just you guys, man. This let's think about that. Okay? So Iowa who set to play Purdue has about eight former black players suing them for millions of dollars and demanding that Ferenz uh, uh Ferenz, his son and AD all be fired for the racial shit that was claimed to be happening in the spring. What a crazy time we're in, man. Um we're in a crazy fucking time, man. I'm telling you, this is a, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's just, uh, you know, shit happens and it gets unfolded, man. And I don't know. We pay the bills, man. Um, Manscaped is a uh, sponsor. This show slap Dick podcast. 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control, but there is one thing you can't control. And that's shaving your front bush and your balls. Sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Hey, man, shout out to Manscaped. They just sent me a ear and nose trimmer. It's an electric one. It's pretty trippy, man. It, you put it in your ear or your nose, and you don't get that fucking effect that tickles you and shit like every, that we used to do. So if you worry about your fucked up ass hair coming out your ears, you hairy fucks, Make sure you go to manscaped.com. Use promo code SLAPDICK. Get you 20% off free shipping with the code SLAPDICK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping and manscaped at manscaped.com. Use my promo code SLAPDICK. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. Take your grooming game to the next level. Check out manscaped.com. Use my promo code SLAPDICK, man. Um, It'll be worth it. So I'm going to get to some questions. Uh, I'm not live every day, but I, I do have my Slapdick podcast Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays um, live. Different topics. Wednesday, I got my boy Spree on with it. We call it Whatever Wednesday that we're about to amp up. Um, we're going to talk about that soon. I'm going to discuss that to you in here. Uh, Fridays, I have Brandon Lang on, who's a betting handicapper, uh, best in the world, who was on the show Two for the Money, the actual movie they made about him that uh, Matthew McConaughey played his part. And uh, he's on every Friday. Last Friday, he was out, but he'll be back this Friday. I talk about picks of the weeks, uh, NFL and college. And then on uh, Mondays, I do my own deal here. We talk about recapping the weekend and uh, shit like that. Um, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, I do coaching one-on-one show, um, on YouTube live. So pretty soon that'll become members only because of the content that I have that I'm going to share. Um, 
So it is what it is. But yeah, uh, yeah, like I don't fucking pick. I just say who I think will win and lose, right? And pretty much I've actually been fucking pretty good. But yeah, we get some hater on Twitter. Fucking JB's picks are shitty. Motherfucker, I didn't pick them. Shut the fuck up. You hating fucks? It's unbelievable. These motherfuckers just want to talk. They just want to talk, though. That's what it is. They want to be noticed and get some clout. That's why they say this shit on so on on my on my Twitter and, and Instagram feeds. Because I, you know, I got a lot of followers. I guess if that's what they call a lot, and motherfuckers want to get on there and use my name to get some fucking followers for themselves. Whatever followers mean. I wish I lose followers. Shit, I give a fuck about a follower. I don't know shit about the fucking deal. I just got on social media fucking two years ago, so. I don't know. I'm just telling you. Um, we'll see what's going on. Um, yeah, I'm glad I, I touched on that. But you guys, man, I appreciate uh, you guys being on YouTube. I'm going to, me and Spree are going to start a show. And I know all you guys that are members, Will, Shane, Walter, all you guys that have been loyal to this deal, um, that have been in on the show, um, on my YouTube anyways. If you guys, we're going to do a show on Wednesdays. And what we're going to do is once we get a bunch of members, we're going to start allowing you guys. We'll do it by alphabet probably, but we're going to allow you on the show live on Zoom. So it'll be Zoom. Um, We'll all be on the show and we're going to discuss what we discuss. And we're going to basically have like a slapdick button that we buzz you out and or in and so say we have 50 followers right now or members you know we're only going to bring in like four every show so we'll do it by alphabet and so you'll actually be on the show with us co-hosting it and i'm going to do something that nobody else does because just imagine if Stephen a allowed real fucking dudes to come on the show and and tell them what they really think because they won't do that shit they're fake and they don't they they work for the man and all that so we're gonna try to do it and get that shit going and uh you know and if we if you make a slapdick comment or some dumb shit we'll just we'll just mute you and then nothing personal it'll just be that'll be kind of the the show that'll be kind of like a game show type deal and so we're gonna try to do it make fun of it um, and I'm going to bring haters on whoever you want to be a member. You're going to be a member though. You better be a, a, a hating member and you want to come in and talk shit that bad. Hey, so be it. Um, so check it out. We're going to talk about it. We're going to build this thing out and, uh, you guys got to become a member though of at least the, uh, low tier and, we're going to start having members only on the Zoom meetings on Wednesdays for starters. Uh, not this week yet. We're getting, we're building it out, and we're going to come up with the whole plan. Hopefully within a couple of weeks, we're going to start that show. Um, and, uh, you know, it'll just be a real, some real shit. And we're, and shit, who knows? Maybe Netflix will pick that motherfucker up. So anyway, um, hey, man, I appreciate you guys on YouTube. Appreciate everybody. Uh, yeah, if you guys don't know how to sign up, go to hit join, hit join, uh, we're under subscribe, I believe, and become a member that way. And, uh, again, man, you guys like cigars, slap cigars.com. You like whiskey coach JB store.com. Both are doing really well. A lot of great reviews. A lot of people world champion Lakers can smoke my cigar and drink my whiskey. So can you. Appreciate you guys, man. Uh, watch, there's two games tonight. KC, Buffalo. 
Dallas, Arizona. Hey, I think that fucking Dallas is going to win the game outright. And I think they're going to ride my boy Andy Dalton's coattail. I think that's the best backup in in NFL. And I think, and I'm curious to see the Chiefs-Buffalo game because we're going to find out real quick who's legit and who's not. Is Buffalo for real? We know the Chiefs are legit. I I, want to see if Buffalo's for real. Can they bounce back from a drugging by Tennessee? And are they for real? We're going to see it. um, And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, Game of next week, though, is the Tennessee Titans and the the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's going to be a good game. So two hard-nosed running downhill, great defensive teams. It's going to be a good matchup, and that'll be – it could be the AFC representative um, at least to give the Chiefs that one of those teams at least are going to give the Chiefs uh, fits. And both of those teams run the football and both with Connor and, and Henry and both of them play great defense. I, that's a recipe for a disaster for Kansas City. I'm just going to be honest. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens if, if Ben's back. For real, and are you know, the Steelers for real? We'll, we'll see. Um, I think I love how Vrabel coaches. I think the play, he gets after those dudes. I think the kids respect them at the same time. Um, we'll run through a wall for him, even though he motherfucks them, because that's what coaching is, man. It, it, it's not personal. It's about getting you where you couldn't get yourself. So tomorrow, nine a.m. Pacific, coaching one on one show, and uh, tune in as that's just ramping up. So see how it goes. But, hey, I appreciate you guys, man, on YouTube. You guys stay safe. If you're on the coaching show tomorrow, I'll see you. If not, I'll be back Wednesday with Spree, and we'll discuss our thoughts on creating this new platform where we allow the members in and uh, see how it goes. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys. Stay safe. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. Give me another guy. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Find a guy, man. I'm just telling you. Codes, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man. Just say yes, sir. Codes.